Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to a special live edition of the Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Normally, we are pre-recorded and are at 6 o'clock, but of course, hey, things happen, life's happen, and uh, work gets in the way of things. So, we're doing it now live, quarter to 7. Hopefully, you're uh, joining us, or you can join us later on, on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. And we're live right now on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. So you can uh, watch us now live. We are going to do Fantasy Warfare Tournament. We are going to look at the greatest submission holds uh, happening on this one. But I want to remind everybody that we are sponsored by CoolBet. Stay cool, bet responsibly. And they are also the sponsor of the Scumbags Prediction League, where this weekend we're going to be doing the predictions for Backlash or WrestleMania Backlash, if that's what it wants to be called. And that will happen this weekend. And you can earn points towards this championship uh, belt. But we are doing Fantasy Warfare Tournament greatest submission moves. And we are joined by Stephen O'Neill in Toronto. Stephen, how are you? Good. I'm actually in London. That's the problem. Oh, that's why. Okay. You said the other day when I t when we talked that you were going back to Toronto. So no, no, no. I was coming from Toronto to ah, London. Okay, that's that why. I, yeah. So now I'm here because with all the restrictions, some have been lifted. So my grandma passed away. Well, you guys know that Easter Sunday. We finally can do a some sort of. Even though she's already been buried, we now get to do a burial thing on Friday. Very nice. Certainly. Uh, so now I'm back here, but Ontario keeps changing the rules, so my life gets a little more complicated as this goes. God, I love that. And in Niagara Falls, we got Jonesy freshly moved into his new apartment, and we have a different backdrop. How are you, Jonesy? Pretty good. The, the backdrop will look much nicer once I get uh, done. Yeah, it's only a couple days uh, moved into your new uh, location, so we'll wait on uh, what you have in store for that. We are doing the greatest uh, submission holds. A lot of them look familiar and just a tweak of the other one, so we'll see how that goes. We're going to play the video, and uh, then Stephen can run down the brackets. So you saw, uh, 
Matchup one is Cloverly versus Mandible Claw. Matchup two is Kamora Lock versus Mutalock. Match three, Sharpshooter versus uh, um, Crossface Chicken Wing. Match four is Cobra Clutch uh, and Ankle Lock. Match five is Yes Lock versus Crossface. Six is Figure Four versus Sleeper. Match seven is Boxing Craft versus um, STFU. And the last first round match is Rear Naked Choke versus Anaconda Vice. Excellent. So a lot of different uh, superstars using uh, some of these uh, moves. A lot of uh, top uh, superstars using these ones, uh, especially. So we're going to dive into the first match of the first round, and that is the Texas Cloverleaf uh, going against uh, the Mandible Claw. So the Texas Cloverleaf is basically your, a look of a Boston Crab, a, a sharpshooter, Except and somewhat of a figure four where the legs are crossed uh, more with the arms, and instead of stepping through, that's uh, where the Boston Crab comes in and uh, pulling back on uh, the legs and wrenching the back. Uh, most popular by Dean Malenko, but also currently being used by Seamus. Um, so, kind of uh, one of those. Uh, as I said, the Boston Crab and Sharpshooter combination uh, going on there. And it's taking on the Mandible Claw, currently uh, being used by Britt Baker and um, The Fiend. But uh, people saw it mostly with uh, Mankind when he uh, attacked Undertaker in his uh, debut and went crazy. It's basically getting your uh, two fingers underneath the uh, tongue and pushing up with your thumb uh, inside. And it's somewhat of a nerve hold. It's discovered by Dr. Sam Shepard, which people would uh, recognize from uh, The Fugitive. Uh, he was a uh, doctor who got accused of murder and he didn't do it. Uh, after he got out of jail for serving time that he didn't need to, he went into wrestling. Uh, so that's where the Mandible Claw came in uh, through his knowledge of the body parts. Looking at these two, I myself would uh, pick the mandible claw over uh, the uh, Texas cloverleaf. Steven. I actually like the Texas cloverleaf. Um, I'm a huge Dean Malenko fan, and I actually think it's a better hold. Okay. Jonesy, you're breaking the tie. I'm going to go with the mandible claw. The mandible claw... Uh, to me, is a simpler hold to put on. Anyone can pretty much do it. Uh, with the uh, Texas Cloverleaf, especially if you want to see both guys' faces, you have to have multi-cameras, where at the Mandible Claw, it's just right there. You can see both guys' faces. Uh, I just I think it's, it's a more scarier move. I'd personally rather be put in the Cloverleaf than the Mandible Claw. Okay, so Mandible Claw moves on. And, Steven, you get matchup number two, the Kamara Lock against the Muda Lock. So, Kamara Lock, um, Lesnar uses it. Who else? There's a lot of guys who've used it. Uh, but Lesnar, I think, is the most, quote-unquote, famous. Um the technique is also known as a single single chicken wing hammer lock or double wrist lock. Um, 
it was embedded by Masahiko Kamara after you broke uh, Hilo Gracie's arm with it. Um, basically grab your opponent's left wrist with their with the right. It's a uh, you grasp their left wrist with your right hand and you place their arm around your opponent's arm and then basically you're wrenching on their elbow. Um, Kashida uses it, um, but it's the hover hoverboard lock. Muda lock, it, this is an inverted um, Indian death lock, face lock. Uh, the Muda Lock, obviously made famous by the great Muda. Um, who hasn't used it? Uh, Tennille Dashwood uses it as the Emma Lock. Charlotte Flair uses it. Um, I personally prefer the Muda Lock. Um, I just think it's unique, especially if you go back in your like when you watch the Muda, great Muda do, do it and it was the first time. I mean, I, I prefer the Muda lock. Jonesy. Uh, I think the Muda lock is the more fancy of the moves. Uh, my issue and the reason why I'm going to go with the Kimura lock is one body part being worked on versus multi with the Muda one. Uh, I think I'd tap out quicker to the uh, Kimura lock, uh, especially, of course, if it's Lesnar. But uh, that one, that would be like feeling someone's ripping your arm off or the other one, you just got pain everywhere. So I'm going with Kimura lock because of the fact of that looks more painful. Yeah, the Kimura lock uh, definitely uh, looks more painful and it is used uh, with MMA. But I am going with the Muda Lock. So it will move on to go against the uh, Mandible Claw. And Jonesy, you get Sharpshooter against the Crossface Chicken Wing. All right. So the Sharpshooter, uh, the move was invented by Riki Koshu, uh, also and originally known as the Scorpion Hold. This move is usually executed on a wrestler lying flat on their back. Uh, the wrestler executing the move will step between the opponent's legs, grab both of them, and twist them into a knot around their leg. Holding the opponent's leg in place, the wrestler then steps over the opponent and turns them over, applying pressure the whole way to cause pain to the knee and legs. While applying the pressure to the legs, the wrestler executing the move has a variety of positions they can be in. Uh, if the two most uncommon involve the wrestler standing and leaning back while playing the move or sitting on their opponent's back. And the difference between the uh, Scorpion Deathlock and the um, Sharpshooter is the Scorpion, he's applying a pressure to the right leg while Brett is actually working on the left. So technically, they could both put it on at the same time. Uh, and the cross-face chicken wing... Uh, if anyone remembers Bob Backlund, uh, I'm, that's the one I'm voting for. Uh, the chicken wing, the wrestler grabs the opponent's arm, pulling it around behind the opponent's back. This stretches the pectorals and shoulder joint and immobilizes the arm. This hold is commonly used by police officers in the United States to subdue uncooperative 
uncooperative persons for arrest. Uh, the chicken wing, again, looks easier to apply where the, the sharpshooter, scorpion death, like whatever you want to call it, you if you do this step over wrong and all that, you can get confused. Brett will help you though when uh, you try to put on the move. And uh, but I got to say the crossface chicken win, especially the fact that you can see both these guys' faces and the picture that I have of Bob Backlund with the happy grin on his face. And this isn't where he's lied back down yet. Uh, to me, that's one of the most painful moves on this list. So I got to go with that one. Yeah, I am also going to go with the crossface chicken wing, not due to my uh, dislike of Bret Hart, but because I've actually used the crossface chicken wing when I was doing uh, security and having to arrest people at the malls. So I know how it's effective. You control the uh, head, you control the body, you control the person. And uh, it's just more believable of a move compared to uh, just going with the role uh, of the sharpshooter. So I'm going with crossface chicken wing. Is it a clean sweep, Stephen? No, I actually prefer the sharpshooter. Okay. So a 2-1 victory, though, for the crossface chicken wing. And matchup number four sees the Cobra Clutch taking on the uh, ankle lock. So the Cobra Clutch, it's uh, basically named after um, Sergeant Slaughter at the time. And it'd be half Nelson and taking that uh, arm that's hooked and bringing it around and choking the guy. And uh, when Slaughter used it, it was more of a submission and tapping out. When Ted DiBiase used it, it was the million dollar dream. Same with uh, uh, also obviously Steve Austin and Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, using it. And then with the ankle lock, it was uh, originally uh, started using uh, NWD by Ken Shamrock, but then obviously Kurt Angle ended up using it. They made it the ankle and uh, the angle lock, and others have used it uh, since then. But uh, I see it more uh, uh, effective when uh, Angle ends up going down and grapevining it, your leg, and also keeping the pressure on. But regardless of Angle doing that. I am going with the Cobra Clutch slash Million Dollar Dream. Steven. Um, I am going Cobra Clutch. All right. So my vote doesn't count, but I'd go with the ankle lock. Uh, Mostly because you can, they both wrestlers can be a lot more animated, I think, with that one, especially the guy getting the move put on him, where he can do the fail flailing, try to go to the uh, ropes a lot easier than the Boston Crab, where you would have to, oh, sorry, the Cobra Clutch. <laughs> um, that one would be harder to get out of. So it's probably the better move, but I like the ankle lock better. Okay. So uh, the. Cobra Clutch is moving on, and that uh, moves us on to the Yes Lock versus the Crossface. Steven. So, pretty much the same move. Yeah. The Yes Lock is basically a crossface, but he traps the arm between his legs. Um, obviously, made famous um, by Daniel Bryant, but. 
I mean, uh, it was created by uh, Gene LaBelle, LaBelle Lock. Um, figure four, who doesn't know what the figure four is? Nope, uh, that, uh, you got crossface. No, Jesus. Oh. Jesus in the crossface. So I have the yes lock and the crossface? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I, oh, bye, Sean. Oh, bye, Sean. I'm going crossface. They're the exact same move to me. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you. That I'm going to go with the crossface as well. Uh, and Sean, who knows? Well, once he comes back, we'll decide what he goes for. Uh, I got the next one, uh, which is the figure four uh, versus the sleeper. Uh, the figure four. Again, I, I don't think I have to really explain the figure four. If you do need to know what it is, just Google it or whatever. Uh, and the sleeper, I like both these moves, but I think sleeper to me is the better hold and easier hold to apply. I've actually done the sleeper to myself uh, years ago. Um, a bunch of friends of mine, we did the game where you did that, you fell over. Great fun. Um, so I'm going with the sleeper. But the more exciting move is definitely the figure four. But I'm going to vote for the sleeper. Okay, oh, Sean is back. And now <laughs> Stephen is coming. Yeah, we're having some uh, fun technical issues. Uh, so how did we uh, – what happened with the other one that we were doing? Uh, the other one, uh, we both went with the crossface uh, over the yes lock. Okay. I was going to go with probably the crossface as well. So it's there probably our only clean sweep that's happened on there. I'm watching for Steven to be able to come back. And you were talking about the figure four and sleeper. Uh, yes, and I went mean? with the sleeper on this one. Gotta love uh, live, folks. Uh, please send us your comments in the chat. We will definitely add that. You said the figure four over the sleeper. Um, yeah, I too am going to go with the figure four. We. Uh, Oh, I said the sleeper. No, I'm going for the oh, sleeper. Sorry, then Stephen's going to have to uh, break the tie, potentially. Where is he? What happened? He just sent a message. He said he can't get back on. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to have to break a tie, and I'm trying to find him. So this is the fun of live. How do you like this? Uh, I'm going to try and get him back in here. Uh, so let's for there. Uh, invite. There, I, I just uh, put a text up there asking him to be between the figure four <laughs> and the sleeper to break the tie. Yeah. If you want, we uh, can continue on to the next one. Yeah, you can do that while I try and get Stephen back in. So the Boston Crab, or it's a back and torso stretch. Uh, this typically starts with the opponent on their back and the wrestler standing and facing them. The wrestler hooks each of the opponent's legs and one of their arms and then turns the opponent face down, stepping over them in the process. Um, the final position has the wrestler in a semi-sitting position and facing away from the opponent with the opponent's back and legs bent uh, towards their face. Uh, of course, many have used this. Um, uh, Chris Jericho... Basically, it's the walls of Jericho. Uh, Lance Storm also has uh, uh, used it in different versions of it. 
Uh, and of course, Rick Martel uh, was the one I remember most using it. And then the uh, STF. Uh, and of course, the STFUs, the one that were uh, had up on our um, list here, which is John Zina's version. Uh, STF is short for step over toe hold face lock. Uh, this hold is performed on an opponent who is lying face down on the mat. The wrestler grabs one of the opponent's legs and places the opponent's ankle between their thighs. The wrestler then lies on top of the opponent's back and locks their arms around the opponent's head. The wrestler then pulls back, stretching the opponent. It's back, neck, and knee. Uh, the move was invented by Lou Thess and Papra, Papra, popularized by Masahiro Chono and John Cena, of course. And uh, Samoa Joe, Jazz, and Nikki Bella have also used this move. Uh, the Boston Crab, I think, is, again, it's easier to put on than the STFU. Um, but the STFU, if done correctly, which John Cena, he, he doesn't, He's got the facial expressions, but you'll notice he doesn't actually pull back very much on the guy. Doesn't look good when he does it. That I have to go with the Boston Crab, even though the STFU is probably better. And yeah. if anyone else is on, send us your vote. We do. Oh, there you go. A couple of uh, uh, viewers. So uh, yeah. Send us your vote and see what goes on. Stephen is working on getting back in. Uh, just send him back the link, and he's going to have to break another tie because I'm picking the SDFU. Um, for myself, I remember seeing it um, as a uh, hold by Stephen Regal. It was Regal Stretch. Um, oh, but, but this is the STFU, which is John Zena using it. So it's by going the, by John Zena. Uh, it's the overall thing. It, okay, so we're going to take the U out. Take the U out. Take the U out. You know what the move right. is. Well, then and I would go with the STF because you can get, I think, again, you can get more happening, the guy struggling more than the Boston Crab, where unless you're not putting it on right, you lean back far enough, the guy's fucked. Yeah, because like... Uh, so really, in a way, the Boston Crab is probably the better move and easier, but the STF... STF is better for actual excitement. Yeah, but when it's locked in properly, it does look more dangerous. And uh, he, Stephen's uh, picking STFU uh, as well, or STF. So it's a uh, clean sweep on that one. Uh, this is a unique way we're doing it, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us and being a part of the fun and excitement of a live show. Uh, we're trying to get him back in. Uh, Stephen almost was connected and then lost it again. Uh, so we're at least getting his votes this way and uh, getting through this tournament the best we can. Uh, our final matchup, and I haven't been able to really change the graphics, unfortunately, on this one, uh, is the rear naked choke against the Anaconda Vice. Now, rear naked choke is somewhat of a sleeper hold, um, obviously applied from behind, hence rear naked choke, uh, gets you down to the ground and then wraps your legs around the uh, opponent, and uh, Samoa Joe uses it a lot, I believe Dean Ambrose has used it, or uh, John Moxley, as people uh, now call him, um, so he's uh, that one. 
And then, of course, there's the Anaconda Vice, which is uh, been CM Punk. Uh, and we might have uh, Steven popping back in. We have Steven somewhat back. Hello again, Steven. Hi, <laughs> I, just... I, don't know. I don't know if you can see me. We can see you. There's a little bit of a glare, but we'll uh, work with what we got. I, wow. I'm literally on my cell. I can't see any of the notes or anything because that's literally my life right now. Yeah, we'll uh, walk everybody through it. Uh, we got the notes and um, memories here. Uh, anyway, so we are talking about uh, the last matchup, which is the uh, uh, rear naked choke against the uh, Anaconda Vice. Uh, and he's out. No, he's still here. Just not on camera. There we go. It's we, so slow and it keeps kicking me off and on. We have such an adventure on a live show. We can't uh, go back and chop this up, but it is what it is. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Anaconda Vice was CM Punk and he's behind you and he also locks in your arm. Um, I just think. Looking at the two, I would go with the rear naked choke because once the legs are wrapped around you and you're almost basically in a sleeper hold, it's a little bit harder to escape. Um, Jonesy? I agree with the rear naked choke. Okay. Being, the, uh, being the one that's probably more effective. And as we see, Steven's uh, popping in and out. Uh, and so I'm going to get his vote, and uh, we'll move on to round number two. Uh, hey, uh, what was the figure four sleeper uh, one? Oh, uh, he chose the uh, figure four. So the figure four um, goes on. Yeah. I totally disagree with that. You're going to ask which one of my supply prize that's out? It's the sleeper, because it's the easiest one to put on amongst them all, I think. Yeah. That the most amateurish person could put on uh, that and a that and a full Nelson, I think, are the two easy ones that I could put on someone like that without any training. Um, that's why I like the sleeper hole. Yeah. So both of us are all, all three of us have chose the uh, rear naked choke. Uh, uh, this uh, mark there and. Um, Stevens. Okay, it's the speed round. What we'll do is we're going to go through it, and then whatever ones we need to tie, we'll just get Steve to uh, text us. Yeah. Until so he comes just, back on. Yeah, just to look at uh, the bracket as it stands. Um, Mandible Claw beat the Texas Cloverleaf. Muda Lock beat the Kamara Lock. The Crossface Chicken Wing took out the Sharpshooter. The Cobra Clutch took out the Angle Lock. Uh, yes Lock uh, lost 3 nothing to the Crossface. Figure 4 won 2 1 over the uh, Sleeper Hold. Boston Crab lost to the STF or SDFU yeah, 3 nothing. And Rear Naked Choke advanced 3 nothing over the Anaconda Vice. Um, so that makes our uh, next round being the Mandible Claw against the Muda Lock. Crossface Chicken Wing versus the Cobra Clutch. Crossface versus the figure four and the STF against the rear naked choke. So you were surprised that the uh, sleeper was gone, but that's how it happens, unfortunately, uh, when you have a odd vote. 
Mantle McClaw against the Muda Lock. Um, as I said, the Mantle Claw, it's more of a nerve hold and it's locking your uh, face and it's in a way that you cannot even bite the person. Uh, Muda Lock is the Indian Death Lock and then a bridge over and uh, crossing uh, the face. So looking at that one, I'm going to stick with the Mandela Claw. Oh, you know, I really do like the Mandela Claw, but the Muda Lock is something that is a real beauty to see. Is it better than the Mandela Claw? I think on TV, it's the one people would rather see. But since Steve is not around and we're not going to wait for <laughs> Ham, we're going to say the Mandible Claw because it is kind of up for me. But, uh, yeah, I, I just like the Mandible Claw. Again, I, anyone could put that move on you. Oh, you're, you're, I don't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> Stephen is making uh, just made his vote, and it is the Muda Lock. And so, which one are you going to go with? I know you were torn, but Muda. Which or one am I going lock? with? Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I want to go. I got to go with the Muda Lock then over the Mandible Claw. Even though the Mandible Claw, anyone can put on. I think the other one is more entertaining to watch. So Muda Lock is advancing over the Mandible Claw, which gets us to our crossface chicken wing against the Cobra Clutch. Steven is with us. So Steven, we're going to give you the first vote so that just in case you drop out. What was it? Sorry? Crossface uh, chicken wing against the Cobra Clutch. So almost the same move. I'm one's a sleeper, go. one's a submission. Uh... Cobra Clutch. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the uh, Cobra Clutch as well. Uh, Bob Backlund going nuts. Uh, doing the chicken wing was kind of awesome, even though uh, I'm supposed to hate him because he's a heel. Uh, but the Cobra Clutch, you can either do it as a submission or as the Million Dollar Dream. Jonesy. Is I it think the crossface chicken wing is a much superior move. Uh, the fact that I think it's better for TV because you get to see both their faces the way that they are. And the fact that with the crossface chicken wing, you can also uh, drop down and wrap your legs around the guy. So to me, that's a lot more painful and suffocating move than the Cobra clutches. So well, I got to go with the crossface chicken wing and I disagree with you both on that. <laughs> when he goes down, it does almost become like the rear naked choke. Uh, Jonesy, crossface or the figure four leg lock is our next uh, one. Crossface or figure four. I got to go with figure four only because Ric Flair made it entertaining uh, the way he'd do it, the way he'd put it on. Uh, a lot of other people that do it, it's not as exciting, but if it's done by him, then it's, I like it better than the crossface. I uh, like the uh, figure four as well. 
uh, just across face, as much as you're uh, pulling back on the person and uh, moving their head, they're still able to move a lot and uh, weasel their way uh, with their body over to the ropes to get uh, escape. At least with the uh, figure four, you're facing the person. You can uh, drag the person back before they get to the ropes a lot easier. Uh, for me, it's figure four, leg lock, and Ric Flair or Greg Valentine, for that matter. And, of course, now you can bridge it up and have a figure eight with Charlotte Flair. Steven, clean sweep or not? Clean sweep. Okay. And our final matchup is the STF versus the rear naked choke. Uh, just like you mentioned a moment ago with uh, the rear naked choke and the uh, cross-face chicken wing almost being like the same, especially when you get the legs locked, uh, it makes it hard to escape. The STFU or STF when it's uh, put in properly, uh, William Regal, um, I think it's harder to even try and roll anyway because the weight of the person is on top of you as they're pulling back and your legs are uh, gotten as well. So I'm going with the STF. Steven. Sorry, what was it? STF. STF and rear naked choke. STF. Okay, Jonesy, is it a clean sweep? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. They're even, but we'll go with Xena. No, it's not just Xena, because Xena puts on a sloppy one. But William Regal and everybody else put on a really better one. It's just I put the STFU because it's a more popular name for it right now. Uh, so that means that uh, the Mandible uh, Claw lost to the Muda Lock. The Cobra Clutch uh, advances over the Crossface Chicken Wing. The Figure 4 Leg Lock uh, was sweeping votes over the Crossface. And the STF uh, was a clean sweep over the Weird Naked Choke. That makes matchup number one of uh, the third round. Muda Lock against the Cobra Clutch. And the figure four against the STF. Uh, Steven is popping in a note at the moment. I'm going to go with the Moodalock against the Cobra Clutch as our yeah, first one that I'm going to bring up. And just looking at the two, as much as you get the bridging, somebody could roll on the Moodalock. Uh, you have more control uh, with the uh, basically the cross face or the, I'm sorry, the uh, Cobra Clutch and Million Dollar Dream and it can go either way as a submission or uh, a knockout. So I'm going with the Cobra Clutch. Steven, while well, you're still with us. Cobra Clutch and what, sorry? Muda Lock. Muda Lock. Okay, so Jonesy, you get to break a tie on the Muda Lock and the Cobra Clutch. I think the Muda Lock looks better but the with the Muda Lock you can only have it on there for so long because even when Muda puts it on, it isn't one that you see him hold for like minutes at a time where the Cobra Clutch, you can just sit back on the guy and wrench him. Hell, you can even give him a noogie in there if you want to. Uh, so I got to go with the Cobra Clutch on that. Okay, so that moves on. Uh, we're going to acknowledge that on our scoreboard. And that means, Stephen, the figure four... Against the STF. Figure four. Jonesy. You know what? I'm going to go with the figure four just because, again, guys like Ric Flair or Greg Valentine 
in matches where they would put it on and you'd see the other guy fighting it. You can taunt, you can, uh, I think it's better for camera angles and the entertainment value. Uh, so I think the figure four is a better one, whether it's more painful, I don't know. Okay, and I'm going to mark those. Uh, yeah, just the visual of being able to see them. Uh, somebody could still roll on the STF. It makes it hard, but it's going to be a clean sweep for the figure four, as much as I do love the STF um, when put on properly. So that makes our finals the Cobra Clutch against the figure four, because Cobra Clutch beat the Moodalock 2-1 and figure four. Had a clean sweep. And Stephen, while you're with us for a moment, uh, Cobra Clutch versus the figure four. Figure four. Sorry, this I don't know why it's cutting in and out, but figure four. Okay, <laughs> we've got the figure four. Uh, any quick reason why before we lose you? I just think it's a great hold. Okay, and Jonesy. Which one are you going with, figure four or the Cobra Clutch? I'm actually going with the Cobra Clutch. I believe I could uh, last longer in the figure four than the Cobra Clutch. Uh, and again, I like the Cobra Clutch because you can see both performers' faces. That's important. Uh, so that's the one I'm going with. And I, too, am going with... The Cobra Clutch for the win. Million Dollar Dream or the uh, Cobra Clutch, whichever one you want to call it. It can uh, do two different things. I've said uh, numerous times. Uh, Steven is out of here, unfortunately. Hopefully, he'll join us tomorrow for uh, our uh, podcast at 8 o'clock. Uh, you can check out uh, cwnonline.ca for his latest article of... Uh, His uh, 10 questions that he has, uh, Slugging with Stephen O'Neill. That's the name of it on cwnonline.ca. Uh, so that's going on. Jonesy, what do we got tomorrow? Uh, we have This Week in Wrestling History. Uh, and I also would like to thank, of course, the sponsors of all of our shows, and that is Cool Bet. Yep, Cool Bet. Stay cool. Bet responsibly. And they help us with all our shows. And, of course, for uh, Predictions League on Sunday, you'll see our uh, rundown of all the matches happening this Sunday on uh, Backlash or WrestleMania Backlash. And you can uh, submit your uh, picks and get in to win this lovely championship, which was put together by Undisputed Belts. At the end of the year, if you have enough points after uh, the th three rounds, you will be given that title. And so we want to thank uh, Cool Bets for that and uh, everything that goes along with being a part of our show. Uh, I want to remind everybody of our store on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com, uh, Scumbags Wrestling. And, of course, all our shirts, regardless of which one you're going uh, to purchase, will help out a uh, good cause because Jordito's uh, recovery for the three uh, logo shirts or the comic book one for Stephen's wrestling journey. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash scumbags wrestling. And of course you can catch all our shows as part of the Johnners podcasting network and the Ontario indie podcasting network. We will see you tomorrow for 
with Scumbags Wrestling, catching up on two weeks' worth of uh, news, and, of course, looking at WrestleMania Backlash. So have a great one, and we'll see you tomorrow on This Week in History at Noon and the podcast. Have a good one. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the